from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Kat Solon and Kate McCucci. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Feliz Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. There we go. Thank you guys once again for listening, as I do each and every week. I thank you for listening. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Todd? Yeah. Todd Cooper? Yeah, Todd Cooper. Hey, man, can I, uh, can I bother you for a glass of water? Uh... Why? What are you? Why are you here? Uh, what do you mean? I've been here. Been here? Said what? Been here when? Since when? Tony, I've been staying at your house since around Christmas. Remember when we came over? We did the group podcast with Acker and Sam. Yeah, and yeah, all, all those guys. Yeah, you've been here that whole time. Well, you invited me over, so I came over. But and you just never left. You never invited me to leave. You know, I have to say touche to that. Yeah, I just so I just stuck around. What, what's you seen me <laughs> I around? Mean, uh, didn't you kind of catch a, a clue at some point that we weren't really hanging out? I mean, were, were you just hiding in the guest room? Yeah, that's where I've been staying. I just I, I've been sleeping in there. You and, just think like, oh, I'm gonna hang out at the house, but I'm not gonna hang out. Well, I didn't want to get in your way. I didn't want to be rude. Well, that's, that's thoughtful. I'll keep I you thought that. you know, if I'm gonna stay at I mean Tony's house for a few weeks, I might as well stay out of his way. Until he asked me to leave. Well, uh, I have so many questions. Yeah. We left for... We went to Vegas for a few days for Uh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, it was great. I really kicked back. I just made the place my home. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. You invited me. Uh, It's, you know, it's... uh, Rigby, what do you think on this? Yeah, Rigby kind of thinks you're a dick. What? Rigby loved having me there. Uh, Rigby came with us to Vegas. I don't know who you were hanging out with. Well, just for those couple days. It's been weeks. <sighs> this is... Who do you think been feeding Rigby second meals? We don't feed Rigby. What are you doing? Oh, t- uh, also, you're married. You, oh, Sarah she, was Yeah, she's been missing me. That's, tough. I mean, yeah, it's the holidays. It's been really it's, tough on our relationship. And this is January something now. Did you like, even do New Year's with her either? No, no, I needed to stay here. Hold down the fort. <sighs> wow. Yeah, she was, it's been pretty tough uh, for us. We've been going through a hard time because she's like, you should come home. And I'm like, I've not been released. <laughs> so, oh boy. Well, uh, I think it might be time. It might be time to release you. Really? I think it might be time. Oh my god, I have so much I need to get done. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I want to be honest, you smell real bad. Yo, I'm a month behind on everything, <laughs> including showering. <laughs> well, uh, you do have a shower at your house, right? Yeah, oh, at my home. Yeah, not at your house, but at my house, yeah. No, I have a shower. You could Where have is it? it? It's, I keep it in the bathroom. Uh, that makes sense. It does make sense. I never looked behind the curtain. 
Oh, yeah. You thought it was like a Wizard of Oz scenario. Kind of yeah, thing. I just thought there was a man playing the uh-huh. organ. <laughs> sure. Back there. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know what? That Somebody's here. Rigby, shut up. Uh, Todd, this yeah. is your perfect chance to leave. You have to go. Someone's here. I got to the door. Oh, uh, okay. Well, thanks for everything. I, I got to go. It's been great. All right, seriously, get out. Let me get the door. B- bye. Hey. Hi. It's Hi. Kate McCoochie and Katzel and... Hi, guys. Hi, Come Tony. On. Oh, my gosh. What's going on Thanks in here? Thanks for having us. Oh, you know, the usual. I was just sitting here making, you know, getting a head start on the Christmas special for this year. And uh, you guys just happened to show up and interrupt the whole thing. So thanks. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Well, you know, I just have a question because I'm not hearing a thing. Oh, you <laughs> you have to turn those headphones on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that part. As you walked in and I hand you headphones, I, you should have, I should have turned them on for you. I'm such, oh, my goodness. I'm such not a gentleman. No, now I, now I hear everything so well. But what do you think of the sentence, I'm such not a gentleman? How do you feel about that? I think that's like all men. Rigby's laying on my microphone. Oh, my gosh. Rigby is immediately desperate for attention. She is rolled over right under Cat's feet. Showing off that belly. Hi, Rigby. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming by. Thanks for having us. How are you? What's new? Oh, oh um, I'm great. I uh, <laughs> I don't have allergies today. That's good. For were they killing you yesterday? Yes. Mine were, too. It's, I was a disaster yesterday. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every orifice on my face is leaking water at all times. Did you have allergies when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. I When they would clean the grass at school in high school... My allergies would be so bad that I'd have to get a ride home. Oh, you couldn't drive? <laughs> uh-uh. You know, every time they, they cut the grass. Did I say clean the grass? I think you said cut. Yeah, I okay. think you did. But that's, <laughs> that's a funny but also kind of sad notion. We're like, gotta leave my car at school. I can't see. I know. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's really depressing. I had, a, I had a thing where I was driving down the freeway with my, I had my glasses on and I sneezed and my glasses flew off. <laughs> like, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's like so something that would happen to Egon. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony, what were you going to say? Uh, well, what you said prompted another thought in my head, and it's, I apologize, it's a little gross. I'm going to oh, give you that excited. warning right now. Go for it. Uh, years ago, when I still lived in Virginia, I worked at this warehouse job, and I got sick at work one day. So I went home, and I only worked like, 10 minutes away so i was like i can make it home i'll be fine i was crossing a bridge to get home driving across the bridge and there's like no shoulder there's nowhere to pull over anything and as i'm on that bridge i'm like oh my god i am going to throw up i'm gonna throw up there's nowhere to pull over and as i have that thought puke all over my windshield and steering wheel (laughs) that is so gross i warned you i warned you it was gross Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, I was man. <laughs> And then as soon as I, I remember immediately thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe I just... And then it happened again. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> I mean, holy puke. That's You're welcome, guys. That's You're really welcome. horrible. I, I have this weird condition where if I uh, throw up, I pass out first. Just It's a bummer. Really? But, yeah, and so I was driving once late night. It was like 1 in the morning. I was driving through Hollywood, not in the best section. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I like, do I just like, if I, I knew that if I pulled over, I would end up passed out in some crazy part of town, just like uh-huh. on the side of the road. 
So like I I just was like I can do this like mentally. I just waited till I got home. Thank God. Oh and my I God. Passed out in my apartment. That is. And woke up with a bloody nose. <laughs> I wonder what this. I wonder what this condition. I forget is. what it's called. There's a name for it. It's almost like the brother of narcolepsy or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. it is the brother of narcolepsy. <laughs> I have the brother of narcolepsy. Do you need a show title? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Tony, I just imagine the people who were in the car next to you. Oh. I know. I thought <laughs> about that too. <laughs> and the car that was coming towards me on the other side at that exact moment. <laughs> You just, you know, like, you go right from there to like the car wash. You're like, I'd really like you to like, you know, do a whole uh, detail. Of, oh, please. I, had a, I have a sad story. What? I was, well, I was driving once. There was no way to avoid this terrible thing. I was driving and on the five north headed towards Burbank. And I um, drove past this like flock of birds on the side of the road who were eating something. And they all flew up as I drove up. And it would be beautiful, except one of them flew right into my side of my car. And then I had already had a dent in the side of my car from hitting something. And uh, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I kill- I think I killed that bird. And then I, I didn't – its body didn't fall down to the ground, so I didn't mm-hmm. see it in the rear view. I was like, oh, God. And so I pulled over. I got out, and the – the bird's body was stuck onto my car. <laughs> like, it was, like, jammed into my car. It was, was dead it? as a fucking okay. doornail. <laughs> it better, better that way than, like, still kind of alive. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God. But I took it to the car wash, and I tried to get it off, and it wouldn't come off. And so I took it to a mechanic. I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I can't get this bird body off my car. Please take the bird body off. And bird body is a good name for a band. <laughs> it is. It's a great name for a band. And then, and then he was he he was so thoroughly grossed out. Like bird brains <laughs> everywhere. It just it, it was disgusting. And and I I gave him, I gave him a really good chunk of money because I was like, there's no way I could have done this myself. Please. <laughs> I hope they added that to their uh, sign, like car wash, detail, bird removal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so traumatic. I'm glad I wasn't on my way to something like really important. Or like really fancy, yeah. you know, like where there's a valet and yeah. it's like just tons of like, it's like a, you know. So some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you pull up with a bird body. Actually, that would make it even better. Like, <laughs> stop taking every, everything so seriously, everyone. Look, it's a bird body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always really proud of my car at the Soho House parking lot because <laughs> it's so different than all the other cars. What kind of car do you have? Well, now I have a Ford Focus, but last time I was at the at the Soho House, I had like a Chevy Tracker. From, oh, that's like, cool. 1999, and and like amidst all the fancy, quiet cars, mm-hmm. was that your my first car? car? Uh, no, no, no. It was. <laughs> it was probably my tenth car. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had of, ten cars. A lot of bird bodies. <laughs> I had like two cars, I think. I had a really bad luck with cars when I moved to LA. My first like three years here, I probably had about six cars. Whoa! And then, but it's because I kept buying like you like nine hundred dollar cars from my friends, yeah. and I'd take them in, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's due for an oil change. The date says it's due for an oil change." I take it in, they're like, "Oh, that was last year's this date uh-huh. last year." And I, like, wait, my friend that I just bought this off of for $900 hadn't gotten an oil change in a year. And, like, and then I would die on the freeway. And 
so many cars to the point where the guys who work at the hardware store across the street from my house they will say to me like oh you got a new one new car another new car huh like god that is the danger of getting a used car like you know like a 900 hundred dollar car i did that when i first moved out here and i had so many problems so then i just leased a you know very reasonable car and it was kind of you know didn't break down which is kind of the way to go i guess i need to make a move soon i've had my car for a really long time and it it still runs and i'm not a car guy at all like i just don't really care i'm like if it works cool do you just get the oil change yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it it has seen better days i'm starting to toy with maybe it's time and uh, i do have that if i go somewhere that i have to valet or something it's great because my uh door handle broke off last year and i still didn't do anything about it (laughs) so in order to get out of my car i have to roll the window down and then open it from the outside (laughs) and i love when i have to valet and explain to those guys yeah you're gonna have to roll the window down (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that. I, I feel like I had a date like that, where it was like a, you know, here, let me just roll down the windows. So you can crawl <laughs> through the car. Yeah, I have some friends who made a really good short about uh, having having a blind date and uh, having to park their cars like blocks and blocks away so that the blind date didn't see like how <laughs> shitty their cars were. And both the kids, both of them, had done it. You know, and, and that's the the meat cute of the whole thing. It's really awesome. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> really good short (laughs) i went on one blind date once and this was like right when i first started dating and uh i did that same thing i parked my car kind of far away in a grocery store and Uh the weirdest thing the guy parked his car in the same grocery so we ended up like getting out of the car and like walking away are you are you oh (laughs) like it was this crazy moment And, and you fell in love right yeah there. well i this is how <laughs> this is a funny story because i didn't realize how weird this was but i you know i was really new to dating i'd probably been on like four dates five dates in la and uh i was 24 so this is like you can see how slow i was and he's thinking oh where do you want to go like do you want to go to a bar or something and i was like you know I, I swear i swear i did not do this to be weird i did not do this to be like oh i'm so cute i just this is what i wanted i was like i could really go for some cookies and milk and he looked at me like I was crazy, but I was like, "That I know this place down the street. They have really good fresh cookies, and they serve milk. You want?" And I just thought that would be a nice date, but uh, and it wasn't the afternoon. This is a night date, like when you think as a grown person you're going to have a drink or something. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize until years later how weird that was that I, I asked it. about that, and we didn't oh go on God. a second date. That was it. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> But still, I, I would. I'll take cookies and milk any day over who, a drink. Who doesn't yeah. love cookies and milk? I mean, maybe it's a weird move to ask for on a date, but yeah. at the same time, who's going to be like, "No, I don't really want cookies." I also Come love graham right? crackers and milk. Oh yeah, because they can get oh. all soggy. I don't know if I've ever done that. You take the whole big graham cracker and you try to shove it into the glass, and then you move it around a little bit until it gets just perfectly soggy. <laughs> the the trick is not to lose it in the glass. Yeah, the, that's the graham like, cracker that's will like. Just- how I prefer to eat Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you do the thing where you put the fork in the Oreo and then let it sit? No, I've not done that. This move. is great because I remember <laughs> learning this in acting class actually a long time ago. But um, this guy was like, today, everyone in class, I'm teaching you how to eat an Oreo cookie. And he put the fork in the middle and you just let it sit till it gets really soggy. And then it is like heaven. It is so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I want cookies. Good I want Oreos. I haven't had Oreos in forever. Yeah. yeah. They... I, uh, Ralph's sends us coupons sometimes that's just it's literally just 
free Oreos. It's not like when you buy something else. It's like, get a free pack of Oreos. Do you take them up on yep, it? Yep, every time. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish there were more uh, restaurants that made like, like exactly like Oreos, but but like fa- like fancy ones with all natural ingredients. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen those. I just like I don't know where. Recently, I've seen that. They I, make they have some at um, Broom Street General Store, but they're gigantic. They're more like uh, what is it a ho ho or, or like a whoopie pie? Yeah, more like a whoopie pie. Mm. But they're like all natural whoopie pies. Where cat? Where are you from again? Arizona. Oh, did they have whoopie pies there? Because was that like a thing? Um, mooncakes ah. were a thing. We didn't really have whoopie pies, but my parents care a lot about dessert so i knew what they were <laughs> you know like, i didn't know I, I when i moved to pennsylvania when i was eight i learned what a whoopie pie was because there was a girl on my softball team whose mom made really good whoopie pies so after <laughs> after a game we'd have those did you have did you grow up with those tony i never really ate them i'm trying no? to think, figure out when i was aware of them i don't know i honestly don't remember if we had them or not you know what i learned about as an adult that's an east coast thing is tasty cakes uh-huh. yeah I didn't know what those were until like two years ago. So good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said you moved. I thought you were from Pennsylvania. Uh, from New Jersey, actually. So not oh, too far. Okay. Really only 15 minutes away. But it was a whole right. other world. I remember uh, getting the school lunch menu when uh-huh. I moved to Pennsylvania. And I was like, what's a Salisbury steak? <laughs> you know? And like, I, like there were, what's a pierogi? Things I didn't know uh, in New Jersey. <laughs> you guys are, right. I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Oh, so, well, uh, I was going to say, I know that this is a Christmas theme, but mm-hmm. speaking of food and desserts and what's like, what's your, what's your Christmas go-to dessert? Uh, well, eggnog. Really? <laughs> and, and I'm trying to think of, there's another one. What's, what's yours? Um, well, I like, I really like those, uh, spritz cookies. You know what those are? What you are, make no. them in the machine. They're those cookies that like. I don't know. Make them in the machine. I think it was a little machine. (laughs) Yeah, that's the more important question. It's a sugar cookie and it has like, it's usually colored and sometimes there's even like a jello in there. Like you use it, make it with jello. Am I? I Jello? Jello in a cookie? (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. I think you need to make a special segment on the podcast (laughs) called Cookies with Kate. Cookies with Kate. Cookies with Kate. We're gonna take a minute to talk cookies with Kate. When it comes to describing them, she's not great, but we're still talking cookies with Kate. Where she just comes and talks to you about Explains cookies. the machine. It's like a thing. That's what she the calls the oven. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a, is it like, yeah, like a, um, what's the kind of oven that, uh, uh, we had as kids? Oh, was, Easy Bake? Yeah. No, it's just it's just the thing that shoots the cookie out onto the. <laughs> I have really no clue what you're talking about. Doing a bad job of explaining this. I can't believe this. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I thought I knew about. I cookies. feel like maybe in the seventies this was a thing, like where it was like a Betty Crocker kind of thing, where you you just put it in this little plastic thing and you shoot it like a gun and it shoots the cookie. Oh my gosh, that sounds so no, great. I'm really. It sounds like the best thing. It's really a good cookie. I, uh, man, as far as my mom would be so disappointed if she heard this and was like, you didn't name that dessert I always make. <laughs> What's the dessert? The big one for me, though. I don't know. Like the, specifically the... What's your favorite? I never know exactly what you call them. The, uh, basically like sugar cookies, but with the frosting on top. My mom mm. would make those every year. Yeah. And they'd usually be shaped like Christmas trees or gingerbread oh, men are... or something. Like, not gingerbread cookies, but they'd still have that shape to them. Um... 
that's that's the one for me. Is it like kind of a harder icing? Uh, no, not really. I know what you're talking about, yeah. though. Yeah, those are good too. Starbucks actually has them. Do they? But I don't know how to feel about the Starbucks ones. <laughs> My studio mates make truffles every year, and I love those. I don't get them until like after Christmas, but I eat them all. They're really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate truffles. Um, I um, I have a video of my mom and I making cookies for Christmas when I was little. and uh, In the machine, of course. In the machine. <laughs> the cookie machine. <laughs> um, and, uh, and she goes, Catherine, if you don't stop, because I was doing something annoying. Catherine, if you don't stop. They're gonna. The men in the white coats are gonna come and take me away, <laughs> and it's and then and then it's just me being like, the rest of the video me being like, mom, I don't, please don't let them take you away. I don't want the men in the white coats <laughs> to take you away. I just had like an instant nervous breakdown, like for the rest of the cookie making time, and my dad just kept shooting it. My <laughs> just like, who are the men in the white coats? The like because she's losing her, like the men from the psychiatric oh, facility. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking like ET. You know, like yeah. yeah. They're gonna put those things on her. Oh. And she's gonna turn all white. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's the worst. That part of ET is terrifying. I, I mean, maybe crying. not so much now, but like it scared the as, shit yeah. out of me when I was little. And then when you when ET gets he like turns all white when ET mm-hmm. turns white. It's I I. I couldn't watch it. It was so upsetting. Mm-hmm. I used to, um, I remember I was eating, I know we're talking about food like crazy, but I was eating bran flakes. <laughs> I was probably seven or eight. And they were kind of getting to that soggy form uh, while I was watching E.T. And I remember looking at E.T. turning white and then looking at my cereal and not being able to eat bran flakes for another like seven years. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's a really good scene in E.T. of uh, Drew Barrymore eating a hamburger. And every time they cut back to her, the hamburger's amount changes. Oh, oh it yeah. goes from like full to half full to full again. To <laughs> that Spielberg is a hack. He's such a hack. There's a. I remember being like, please take that watching. <laughs> you just all of a sudden it's like a beep. What happened there? Yeah. Uh, I was watching the Cosby Show, and, and there was a bowl of chips, and the bowl of chips went up like really high, and then low, and then high, and then low, and I was like, what is happening to the chips? <laughs> <laughs> I used to love film flubs. Like there was this book I had of a film film flubs, uh-huh. film flubs, and film flubs too. And I lived by those. I would just yeah. I'm I'm I uh, yeah. I get obsessed with finding things like that. Yeah. Like you, I'm always amazed when you when you actually do see a movie where like you do see like the boom mic for a second or something like that. I'm always amazed that like did they just like uh, nobody's gonna notice or did they really not notice it themselves? Yeah, I feel like. Well, you often have I actually uh that documentary Room 237. Uh-huh. Uh I I that made me think that yeah, every time someone tells you, "Oh, don't worry, no one will notice that." Mm-hmm. They are wrong. Cuz if you make <laughs> right. something good, like hopefully if you make something that's really awesome, people will watch it a gazillion times and they will notice every tiny little thing. So you can't have that kind of stuff. Mhm. Do you think that Film Flubs 1 and 2 uh that series you had did that actually get you into like was that part of you being interested in making movies yeah i was already i mean i the main thing that the first thing that made me interested in making movies was realizing that animations were drawings and that i knew how to draw so i knew that i was like oh i could do that 
And then also, um, there was this movie that I rented from the video store. The W section at my video store as a kid was the best section. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and The Wizard of Speed and Time was in that section. And it, The Wizard of Speed and Time is a movie that came out in like, uh, well, it was made in 78. And I don't think it came out to like 84 or 83. And it was in theaters for one week. And then it was in my VHS store forever. <laughs> and I rented it every single weekend. And it was a movie about making the movie that it is. So you're watching it and he's do- shooting all these scenes and dealing with like executives. And <laughs> it's got this like slapstick 80s, like, um, it's like any, it's like there's a lot of 80s comedies style, uh, like cadence to it. And, and, but then it, but then it's like, it's just about movie making and it's him shooting all this like, uh, like pixelation and, and stop motion stuff and struggling. And I was like, I want to, that's what I want to do. That's it. And like, now I, I watched it recently, like a few years ago and I, I'm like, oh, that it's hilarious that this movie made me want to make movies because it's all about how hard and awful it is to make a movie. <laughs> I, I want to struggle and get so many notes I don't even know what I'm making anymore. Exactly. And I was like, that's what I want to do. That's for me. I, I, but it's a great movie. They have it at um at Cinephile uh, on a like a bootleg DVD. Really? Yeah. And I, I have a I've VHS of copy of it that I got off the internet years ago. Is it not on DVD? It's not no. It's it's really. You might actually be able to watch a lot of it on YouTube. There's probably yeah. Um, but God, it's fucking great. It's it's weird and the jokes are pretty bad in the best way. It's uh, sorry, I could talk about it forever. <laughs> it's but that's what made me want to make movies. Was that movie? I want to watch <laughs> it now. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Who's in it? Uh, this guy Mike Jitlove created it and wrote it and stars in it and shot it and directed it and edited it. He edited it. Uh, he uh, <laughs> uh, and then all his like friends are in it. And then there's some like bit character actors from the '80s that are amazing that are in it, uh, but I don't remember their names. But not not anyone super famous. I want to like have a viewing party of it, and you guys can come <laughs> over and watch. I would it. love to see it. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> I'll so make the cookies from the machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know the machine. You afterwards, you have to show me what this machine is. Uh, well, speaking of you directing, uh, we, the three of us, we have something coming up. It's supposed to come out the day that this podcast is going to oh, come really? out. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's exciting. the timing is nice. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, puppets understand. There's a little something the three of us did together. Yeah. Cat directed. Kate wrote the majority of the song. I think I, I threw yeah, in a I sprinkle we, here and there, but that's worked about on it. It's, it's, a, it's a sweet little ditty about puppets. Yeah. yeah. Starring puppets. <laughs> yes, and you and me. Yes. <laughs> are you guys puppets? <laughs> yeah, we are. Some days I feel like it. <laughs> Today we were I have, your puppets that day. I have really big shoes on, and, and I think I kind of have like puppet feet. Yeah, See? you totally do, right? It's like when Kermit dances. Everybody yeah. missed that dance. Yeah, <laughs> I just did a dance. It was like a puppet dance. <laughs> uh, no, but so that's uh, that's coming out. I'm super excited about it. We shot it like a couple weeks before Christmas, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a new, fun experience for me. It was I'd... really fun. All our friends came and helped us. Uh huh. That was really nice. Oh, sorry. All our friends came to help us. That was really nice. 
that's the fun thing about puppets is, you know, you see the puppet, but if you could see the people with the puppet, mm-hmm. people who have their hands up the puppet, oh my God, it's just the best feeling. Like, Tony and I are sitting there, I'm at the piano, Tony's at it with the guitar, and behind us are just all of our friends and friends of friends. People have come out to help, and they all are just waiting for us to sing so that they can get to their part where the puppet goes <laughs> yeah. up. It's the best. It was so fun. Yeah, they're all on their, all on their knees, squatting behind us, just yeah. waiting for that end of the song when they can pop up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody was a good good sport. I feel like we should talk about Dan the puppet. Let's do it. Oh yeah. So a lot of the puppets came from this guy Eric. Uh and uh Eric we met through through the Garfunkel Notes video. Yeah, we should go backwards a little to say yeah. that Kat directed a puppet video for the Garfunkel Notes TV show. Um the the song is Rainbow Connection, not the not the Henson one, but the <laughs> uh, Garfunkel Notes version, which is completely different. It just has the same title. And so you did such a great job with that and we found this puppeteer, Eric, uh who makes these amazing cool puppets and he let us use so many of them. Yeah, he he just like makes puppets for fun whenever he wants to and he does a lot of like birthday parties. His puppets have so much character and they're so sweet. And uh and he like had this puppet that he brought on the day that's named Dan and he had just sent pictures of all the puppets that he was going to bring in and I was like that puppet. I just I'm in love with Dan. And uh <laughs> well, we we named him Dan though. Oh we, oh yeah. <laughs> his name wasn't Dan yet. His name his name was number 7. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so we came to set and I was like just so you know, Eric, this puppet's name is Dan, and he's gonna be the lead puppet. He's gonna be a star in the video. And Eric was like, "That's that's wait, sorry." He's very soft spoken, and he says, "That's so awesome that you love this puppet because my mom made me this puppet when I was little. He was my first ever puppet, and that I, I just think she made it for him when he was seven, which is yeah, why I had a seven he's on so it. Seven. It's the oh, key. I didn't even know that part. Yeah." <laughs> Eric Kuska, I think is how you say it. Kuska, I don't know. Yeah. He's he's an Kuska. amazing puppeteer, puppeteer and a puppeteer, puppeteer. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> and he, let's talk about too how great he was. Talking about everybody being on their knees, he shows up with a broken leg. Yeah, on crutches, and he still got down and did. Some I really didn't with think he was going to puppeteer, and he was yeah. the first guy in there, and, like down on. And he also taught everybody else some tricks because yeah. a lot of the people weren't normal puppeteers yeah and he he taught them all some tricks of the trade mm-hmm. so fucking awesome but it's, it's so cool too to just think like you know all those people volunteered that that day mm-hmm. and it was so much fun and like you know we truly like appreciated it. it's just so such a nice you know gesture for these people to be like yeah we're here to support your song and we we uh we like you guys you're our friends so we'll do this and that means so much but yeah, then absolutely. also like it was such a fun vibe on set yeah. Because of it. Everyone was just so happy. Like every time I looked around, I think everyone was just having a really good time as far yeah. as I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really great. I, I don't, yeah. I mean, how are you not going to have fun in that environment? Yeah. Like? <laughs> Surrounded by puppets. Who's not, not going to sm- at least smile a little bit, I think. I've heard some horror stories of puppet shoots. Really? But I I feel like I've always thought that like the thing that people see that they like and something that's done is the crew and the people making it having a good time. And so it's hard. I mean, especially with puppet stuff and with animation, it's like, okay, everybody needs to have fun. Mm-hmm. Cause if we're not having fun, then, then there's no point in us doing this really weird thing that we're doing right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
<laughs> the day that we shot Rainbow Connection for Garfunkel Notes, that was my favorite day on set. It was actually the last day of shooting. And everyone was just like, you know, I think partly it's just like the last day there's a bit of relief. But also you came in and was just like, okay, like Cat, the way Cat works is so fun because you, you had this big board of shots and just as soon as we got it next cross it off and it just it's so efficient and it feels so great and not only that but uh i remember looking over and seeing a couple crew guys crying because it was so sweet and like moving (laughs) and i was like oh we're making something good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like making people cry (laughs) i think the song had a lot to do with it uh But there's a um, uh, thing that Michelle, uh, who I work with a lot, the puppeteer I work with uh-huh. a lot, Michelle Zamora, there was a uh, thing that she and I made years ago that um, we it's a puppeteer, and it's um, a little teardrop on the end of a stick that's a puppeteer. <laughs> and it's a puppeteer. <laughs> she gave it to I still have it. It's so great. That's so cute. Yeah. A puppeteer. Yeah. A puppeteer for the puppeteer. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So yeah, so when when everybody hears this, that should be out as awesome. part of Nerdist. So exciting. And I hope everybody likes it. We had fun making it. Yeah. Felice Navi Pod will be right back. Hello, just a quick interruption of myself to remind you guys about Downright.com. Remember? Downright.com, you can go and get a personalized jingle written especially for you. You can get one from me, Tony Thaxton, and other great guys, Matt Pryor, Chris Farron. Great! Why not do that? Uh, go to D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E.com, and if you do it, here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on Downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. And now, back to Felice Navipod. Let's, let's shift gears a little bit now. Let's get into a little Christmas talk. Ooh, okay. Um... What, uh, how is, how is Christmas just passed, as we all know? Uh, how, so this is kind of like the least ideal exactly. time to be talking about Christmas. Well, maybe, maybe like April, I feel like, is yeah. when people really start falling off. That's true. There's still, there's still some trees on the side of the road yeah, as we exactly. speak. Yeah. Oh, they're so sad, those trees. There's a video. Did you see this? I haven't seen it. I heard some ladies in the locker room talking about it. Of a lion, or I think it's a lion because they said the king of the beasts, hugging a dead Christmas tree? No. Apparently you can donate your Christmas trees to the zoo and the animals freak out about it. No, I, this is like third hand information. Uh-huh. I don't know. But there's a video. <laughs> I, I should have looked it up before I brought it up. I'm sorry. I'll try to find it. But I had not heard I'm of very this. Curious. Yeah, yeah, and they said it's the most adorable thing in the world. Uh-huh. It sounds adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how, how was uh, Christmas for you guys this year? You guys both went back home, right? Yeah, it was great. You can talk yeah. first. Cause oh. you- <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I had a really nice time. I went home to Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So uh, my my aunt and uncle, my great aunt and uncle, live in this really old farmhouse in this kind of. It's just like ideal. Like it feels so Christmassy, and uh, everything's decorated. It's just. It felt like it's like walking into. Like not to sound all oh it was so perfect, but their house is like walking into a Christmas movie. So mm-hmm. I love going there for Christmas. It's really sweet. Was it snowing? Uh, it didn't snow this year, but. It was cold enough. Actually, you know what? The great thing is, I don't like this. I don't. If it's going to be super, super cold back east, and it's not snowing, it's a bummer. Like I don't mind it if yeah. it's snowing, but 
It was like a nice 40, 48. Oh, I could handle awesome. it. Nice. Was it, is it like, which kind of Christmas? Was it like Home Alone? The house kind of has, well, the, the house, okay, the coolest thing, the house used to be uh, owned by Sylvia Sidney, the actress who was in Mars Attacks. She was, as an as a yeah. older actress, she was in all these Tim Burton movies. Like, she's okay. the old lady in, um, uh, shoot, what's, uh, Beetlejuice. I, yeah. And then she was in, the, she was the grandma in Mars Attacks. But I believe in the, either the 20 or 30s, she maybe lived there. And then it really, the house hasn't been, like, updated since, like, the 50s. So oh it's got God. this really cool, almost like Norman Rockwell feel to it. And it's got, like, this really cool bar that's, like, you know, like this wood paneled bar from I don't know who knows how long ago. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's got, but the house originally was built in the 1700s. So it's been like added on and added on, but it's still, it's a cool, it's just awesome. And they go all out for Christmas. Yeah, it looks so beautiful. Nice. So yeah, that was, it was awesome. a nice place to celebrate Christmas this year. And yeah, just did a lot of visiting, went to church, but um, went to a Lutheran church, which was new for me. But because uh, my mom's friend sings in the choir, so that was nice. <laughs> oh, I bet that was adorable. It was sweet. <laughs> How about you, Kat? I uh, well, I actually I usually go to Arizona mm-hmm. to Tucson, but I um, my I was born in Denver, and that's where my parents met. And my dad, uh, we wanted to visit Denver this year, uh-huh. and so uh, I actually my mom had to work, and my dad and I drove to Denver. Uh, 14 hours in the car from Denver to Tucson, from Tucson to Denver. Yeah. And, uh, and then my, and then my mom, uh, came and flew out and met me and met me and my dad and my, and my brother came the next day and I had rented a, uh, like a condo downtown Denver. It, it was awesome. It was like, it was just like, I don't know. I like travel as an adult without kids around. Like I really kind of like the traveling on Christmas thing. Uh-huh. And all my family does is eat and drink and like hang out. When you drove out. all this travel too, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like air yeah. travel at Christmas oh, is yeah. the worst. Yeah, no, I actually never travel by air at Christmas because yeah. I, I I fly standby a lot because my parents work for the airlines. Oh, and I don't so think I knew that. But on on those like the holidays, Oops. on the holidays, it's really really bad. I can't. I could not get on a flight if I yeah if I wanted to. I, no way. But. So it was nice. It was like, I it was really cool to be out there with them and and to see Denver. Denver's cool. Yeah. There's like I I don't know what people do for work there, but it was like yeah, I don't really either. A lot of cool people. Like I kept seeing like handsome dudes and like you know like, it was like <laughs> nice. I was like oh this is like actually like kind of fun here. Yeah, Denver's one of those places I've been to a million times because of touring, but it I feel like I never spent time there though i was always in and out that was never a place i got to have a day off or anything yeah so yeah i've been there so many times but know next to nothing about it we went to the town that my parents lived in when i was born mm-hmm. which is called evergreen this is really tiny town like northwest i think of denver maybe northeast but it uh it was like fucking stars hollow it was so <laughs> cool it was like teeny tiny and like there was there there were people ice skating on the lake and then like five steps away people fishing on that lake it's and like then, funny like, farm it was yeah, <laughs> it was amazing i really i want to go and stay in evergreen and like just hole up go to luke steiner nice. <laughs> like, or you really... could just walk around the warner brothers lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too. <laughs> that's the funny thing about going to warner brothers and realizing oh i'm in stars hollow oh wait oh <laughs> it's not real <laughs> I, 
Oh, this is off Christmas topic. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I, one night with TV characters being real, I was, uh, it was like late and I was, I had a bunch of roommates and we were watching Six Feet Under. It was years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first season of Six Feet Under on DVD. And my roommates had all fallen asleep and I'm sitting there watching it and we were like, I don't know, probably towards the end of the first season. And I was watching it and I, I look at all my roommates, they're all asleep. And I look at the TV and like Claire and and the the I don't forget all the other characters' names are like just like living their lives and doing their thing, and then I was I got real sad. I was like, the Fishers never go to sleep, and I was like, I can't go to L.A. and meet the Fishers. I they're not real. <laughs> it was just this like full on <laughs> breakdown. That sounds like, like a like a I, were, were you we're high? Binge- we're, yeah. no, we're just like binging on Six Feet Under for like nonstop for days, you know. <laughs> really being concerned over a character not sleeping. I may have been a little high. <laughs> that's but it was- cute. <laughs> it's so that's so sweet though. You when, know? when I was little, Bobby's World, I had a moment with Bobby where I was like, "You're never gonna get older. You're never gonna grow up." I don't think I can watch this show anymore. I was about eight. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had that with a character where I was concerned for their, you know, the life I thought was theirs. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it makes sense, though, especially, you know, if you're little or high. <laughs> Both of those make sense. A fine me. line between yeah. little and high. <laughs> was, uh, was Christmas, I mean, I feel like it. this is always a dumb question, but, like, Big deal growing up in 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 your family and everything. Like, yeah, I want to hear the yeah. How was your Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? This isn't about me. Guys. It was uh, Tony. It was... How was your Christmas? <laughs> it was good. Uh, Christina, my girlfriend, uh, her family lives in Vegas, and so we went to Vegas. But it's not it's not the you know everybody always thinks Vegas. It's we're in Vegas technically, but we're you would never know it. Like yeah. you can't see the pyramid from their house. No, okay. you cannot see anything from their house. Um, and it's uh, it was nice, just hung with her family, and uh, it was very cold. It gets surprisingly cold at Christmas time in Vegas. Um, but yeah, just hung there for a few days. We were kind of in and out pretty quick. Um, I received a Kermit the Frog chia pet from her nephew. Awesome. <laughs> That's, a That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still it. haven't uh, I still haven't broke it out yet though. I haven't planted his seeds yet. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded dirty. <laughs> We've lost cat. Oh no. Tony, you better plant those seeds quick. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we're good. You can take a breath. Yes, take a okay, breath. I'm good. Right, and three, two. All right. We're back. Uh, we're back. Um, but is is there like a uh, a Christmas in your childhood that like really stands out as like like that's that's always the Christmas that stands out to me and I remember and love that year over all the others. Do you have one cat? My well, my mom is real into Christmas. Uh-huh. Like we actually driving the reason we drove to Denver from Tucson is my mom made us bring all the decorations and then I had to decorate the whole place before she showed up. So That's then when so, it, so that then it was all ready uh-huh. and it was her decorations that she's used to. She's she is awesome about Christmas and I, yeah. I love it. I love it. And she she always really cares about making it feel good. 
Mm-hmm. And so when we were kids, it was that was it was very theatrical on her part. But I uh-huh. I really I loved Christmas because of that because she loves Christmas. Yeah. So it was like my mom is very similar in that way too. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't know if I, if I didn't I've never spent a Christmas away from my parents, and I don't know that they would have that. I never had until a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like in this year, I didn't see them, but and yeah. I had a nice time, but it is still a little strange. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm not young anymore, but it's still it's still a weird thing to not be with your family at all on Christmas. That's why I think it's good that we've sort of adapted to traveling because there were a few years there where my brother and I were both older and my and my like my parents are like we don't know what to do like mm-hmm. how can we make Christmas fun for you guys now like <laughs> what are you even doing here like, and it was but uh so then we started to adapt by like doing fun things and traveling and getting out but we still like even like going to Denver we still just do what we do what we would be doing at home yeah you know <laughs> just hanging out right uh but at least you're in a new environment and you can kind of explore that sounds so cool yeah yeah and I went to like Catholic school as a kid so there were always like Christmas pageants and Christmas shows and a lot of stuff around actual Christmas. So uh-huh. it it was really special always. And I, I cared a lot about like keeping are we allowed to talk about Santa? Yeah. Okay. Talk, I was just limits. wondering that. I know. You really just read my mind. Thanks for asking that. So I was like, can I yeah. talk about that? I had you have a little brother. So it, for me it was like really like I have to keep Santa alive for my little brother, like uh-huh. as long as possible. And so I was like, try. I would always try to preserve and like help my parents enhance. Like I that came up with ways to like make it seem like Santa was even realer uh-huh. than like it was for me for yeah. my little brother. That's like, awesome. so there was like jingling bells outside his bedroom door and shit That's like amazing. that. Yeah, like, and I would just like like try to cast an illusion of, you know like and i love that yeah <laughs> so that was really good and and we one one christmas i got real mad at my parents because they made us open our presents on christmas eve and i thought uh, and they were like alex my little brother santa came early and i was like mom dad this is not acceptable <laughs> like what was what was happening on christmas that you couldn't open your gifts we we had like family in town oh, i think I and they yeah. didn't want to like open that makes my, sense my parents always got us a bunch of crap and like they didn't want they didn't want us to open all of our presents in front of other people that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. so it was like (laughs) yeah yeah i remember one year opening everything on christmas eve and we were we were all older at this point so you know there wasn't that the illusion to maintain but it was still kind of like it just kind of was like we were all kind of in the moment and did it and which was nice and it was fun but it was kind of a a bummer then, like, th- on actual day. Christmas Day, we all wake up and think, well, wah, it's kind of just a day now. It's kind of <laughs> like Christmas is already over with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember uh, one time I had a recital at the mall, and we were singing, um, uh, oh God, what's it, Jingle Bell Rock. Mm-hmm. And I was tap dancing to Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, it's hard to imagine now. <laughs> I was also it. synchronized swimmer as a child. Uh, but uh, I was tap dancing to Jingle Bell Rock, and my mom was watching me, and my brother went missing. And like we had to scour the mall to find my little brother. Where did he Christmas go? Christmas. Just wandering around the mall. Just... He hates tap dancing. He couldn't <laughs> deal with it. Hates scared to death of tap dancing. <laughs> Because I used to tap dance on his face when he was a baby. <laughs> I just imagine he's like, the sharper image trying all the like electronics. That's probably what he was doing, like playing video games. He was like the wizard. The wizard, another good section, another good W movie. 
Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. I just went to the dinosaurs yesterday. Wasn't in the dinosaurs and the wizard? Yes. Same one from Pee Wee's. Oh, they are in that? I've only actually seen the wizard once. I never saw it until like five years ago. I love that movie. I, I think Jenny that's, I mean, that's right, right? They're yeah. in there? Yeah. I'm like, Jenny's in that. If yeah. I'm getting this incorrect, people are going to yell at me about that. <laughs> no, it's the same yeah. damn okay. same, same damn dinosaurs. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> but I was going to say, adding on to the, you know, believing in Santa, I was almost, I think I was 11, almost 11 when I um, realized that Santa wasn't real. I hate to say it even out loud. But, um, <laughs> but my dad did a really good job of like keeping things going. And I remember one year it was like a light snow on our porch and so he made reindeer tracks like with the just like probably took a broomstick or something you know made these like like this like santa's sleigh that had happened amazing. he made little reindeer tracks and then he collected dog poop and made reindeer poop because <laughs> we had a dog wow. it wasn't like a stranger's dog but still it's pretty freaking weird everyone got pink it's amazing yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he would chew up you know he'd chew up all the carrots and like spit them back out and stuff so like it looked like they were there you know like and i was like how how this is real this has to be real you know like how could it not be real so i i believe for a really long time because my dad did such a good job your dad and i should team up yeah (laughs) he's good about that stuff and then finally when uh when i realized okay this isn't real like my brother how much how many years different are you and your brother he's two years younger than me yeah my brother too okay so i think by the time i was like coming around to it my brother matt was sort of figuring it out as well so uh, my dad was like, all right, now you have the responsibility with your uh, like little cousins and neighbors because we had a lot of little kids in the neighborhood. You've got to keep this going. Like this is your job to keep Santa going. So it was like really hard to be like, oh, it's not real. Like, you know, it's heartbreaking. It's super heartbreaking. Yeah. It's probably every kid's first heartbreak in some way. Well, not every, you know, you'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. hope actually. But, um, yeah. but then uh, so we, my brother and I would make these movies and like my brother would dress up like Santa and then we'd make it look like, like Santa saw the camera and he'd go up to the camera and like turn it off and then we'd be like, like paranormal activity yeah exactly and we'd tell the neighbors like guys you've got to see this no like Santa look at this it's Santa like so we we took it on as like a real responsibility because my dad had been like alright now it's your job and we took oh, that very very seriously I love that and you still kind of do that you, you and your brother you still dress up for holidays yeah we do we, we dress up for t- we have turkey costumes and uh, and then you know now I think with doing you guys came to the show I did at Largo, but, you know, we did a Christmas show for that, and uh, Matt, you know, dressed up as an elf, and he threw snow on me. It was pretty great. Yeah. He was loving throwing that snow on you. I know. It was really good, yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. My little brother, I don't know if we should, are we, can I talk about Christmas? Whatever you want, Kat. <laughs> um, my little brother always brings home a new girl for Christmas every year. <laughs> like a new girlfriend. You're like, okay, we won't get too used to this because next year's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every year my mom always makes her a stocking, uh-huh. and they always buy her presents, and it's always like everything is about this girl, and and it's it it gets a little much. But this year he did not have a new girlfriend. It was so great. Did he not bring a girl? He didn't at have all, any he had a, girl. A, a no leftover. Girl. No girl. No leftover. Okay. Although I think he's getting back together with the girl from last year. But I but I don't know. But, but it's but. also a commitment for someone to drive to Denver. Yes, you know, yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. If there was like a casual girl, it's like a big commitment. Be like, hey, we're driving 14 I'm hours. I'm just going to start making Christmas further and further away. So. <laughs> uh, I, I, want, I want to just throw this in here because I don't think I've talked about this yet on, on here. Is uh, This past Christmas while we were in Vegas, uh, we went out one night. At, there's a big racetrack in Vegas that they do a big – they put all tons of lights up and you'd like drive through the racetrack and there's just lights everywhere. 
And it was it was kind of cool. And they have a thing like you turn your radio to this station. They play Christmas music as you're driving through it. And so we went with uh, some of Christina's family to go through this. And uh, her niece right now, I believe, is 13. And so things are getting, you know, it's a teenage girl in the house right now. And she's, you know, a little... Uh, like likes to argue a lot and yeah. things like that right yeah, now. Yeah. So we are driving through the like Christmas music playing, driving through all these lights, and her and her mom are just arguing the entire time. <laughs> like just ever like no one can say anything without an argument starting and like we're just here simply having a wonderful Christmas and playing in the background while this yelling is happening. But isn't that the true spirit of Christmas when you really get down to it? <laughs> like when you think about really like families at Christmas, yeah. that is that kind of that's it in a nutshell. We had a couple fights like my my family this year, just like casual. I think it's really hard to be you know like for people our age to go back home and be in that family dynamic of when we were teenagers or kids. Yeah. Like it, it's like this weird disconnect. You know, you're like I'm not that person anymore, but I'm supposed to be. Yeah. It's a yeah. weird thing. It's a weird adjustment. Yeah, it's hard not to get like. Bet to just go back to those roles. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> I am very lucky. My, there's very little drama in my family. So there there really isn't those those big there's never like big blow ups or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So it was and so when those things do happen I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I I would say me too. Like we don't have like it, it's to it's more like Katie, you can't go out to dinner without putting lipstick on. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Where I'm like, "Oh, okay. I just do it. It's just easier just to put the we lipstick on." We they're not terrible. I think it's just anxiety and then also drinking. Sorry. <laughs> it's just because of anxiety and 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 alcohol. Yeah, when we I don't I mean we don't like it's never anything that lasts beyond that conversation. Yeah. You know, it's never we're pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. When when we got back home from from that experience, I was like I remember turning to Christina, I was like, "Are you ready for about 80 drinks right now?" Cuz <laughs> that's what I need. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so that was something. <laughs> that's what terrifies me about having kids is like when they're 13 or 14 oh yeah me too that's the scariest yeah. time I think mm-hmm. people don't think that far ahead yeah they're cute when they're little yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're just laughing <laughs> yeah. we're all free of children so like, yeah. <laughs> uh, cut well. to uh, <laughs> we'll listen back to this years from now oh god we were so right we knew already why'd we do it <laughs> all right well we play a game on here sometimes and we do a little something we're gonna we're gonna learn uh we're gonna play the christmas quiz and it has a theme song and thanks to ben acker's suggestion the theme song has a theme song so here we go And the real theme song. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Uh, This computer is not cooperating with me. All right. So this. uh, I like that the theme song for the theme song is actually longer Longer. than the theme song. (laughs) Yep. That's uh yeah that was a, that was a Ben Acker suggestion a while back and I loved it I had to <laughs> I, I couldn't resist the idea of a theme song having a theme song it makes me really happy. <laughs> so this one's this is 
Christmas and kind of a 2014 wrap up. And okay. we're here just to learn, guys. Don't worry about being right or wrong. Are there can, prizes? Um, I could maybe find some candy or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys could play as a team. You could play toe to toe, whatever you want to do. Us play as a team. You want to? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm terrified. There, there's <laughs> nothing to be scared of. Again. Just, let's just learn something here. Let's learn about the year that was. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, what was the top-selling album of 2014? And you get some multiple choice here. Oh, multiple choice. Yeah. Okay. So here you go. Your choices are Taylor Swift, 1989, the Frozen soundtrack, or Sam Smith in The Lonely Hour. I don't know who Sam Smith is. Oh, man. I <laughs> shoot. I, well, here's the thing. Taylor Swift came out. Kind of closer Later. to Christmas, which is frozen. Yeah, let's go with Frozen. 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 It's going? actually Taylor Swift. Ah, believe it or not. Before you gave us the option, it was apparent. I don't know the exact number. It was very close, though. Taylor Swift. <gasps> but go Taylor beat Swift for you know coming out way later and still. Beat yeah, frozen. and I know at the time because yeah, I think it came out in like November, or December, or something. Yeah. And when it came out, it was the first album to actually go platinum all year she's wow. also Crazy. the first the first noise artist to ever reach uh for number one in itunes sales with that uh they really they accidentally released a white noise like oh. track off her album as her first sing- single and everybody bought it right away because they thought uh-huh. it was her first single but it was just static no way i haven't <laughs> yeah. heard this, this yeah is, that's so yeah. funny it was, wow. it was i of course don't have any like information on uh-huh. what it was called or anything but That's um crazy. but uh okay wait i have a question though okay does she have the number one ex- one number one selling single because i bet that that frozen would beat that out that i'm not sure about. shake it off was a pretty big deal yeah that song is pretty huge but bigger than whatever that let song it go? is from frozen yeah <laughs> but i part of me almost wonders where uptown funk sits in there though now you guys familiar with Uptown Funk? Because yeah. I am obsessed with it. Right I don't now. know it. It's the new. It's Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Oh, and it's badass. Oh wow, I love song. it so much. I'll have to hear it. I just I, don't know that it's going to hit. Let it go. Or yeah, shake but it off. Status. I just I did read something about it last week that it it apparently had broken a record for the most streams in one week, and then the following week it broke its own record. It so it's pretty huge right now. It's sort of yes. like your theme song. It totally gets stuck in my head. Someone needs to make a song for that song. <laughs> a theme song for Uptown Funk? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we can do to this. This is a theme song. It's not really a theme song. I'm just singing a melody over the real song. Cut it. Nope. I, uh... I would like to hear Uptown Funk. I'll have to listen to that in the car on the way home. I didn't like Let It Go. Oh, I love I'm it. I'm still barely familiar with it. I more know of it than how it goes. In my opinion, it wasn't musical enough for me. It was a little too pop for me. It was a little too Christina Aguilera and not enough Sondheim. See, I, I don't. I, I just love it so much. So it's, <laughs> I'm such a sucker for that kind of stuff. I, I just think it's so good. I do remember thinking the first time I heard it, I was like, "This is a very complicated song." Like, I don't know that kids are going to gravitate to it. I was wrong, of course, but holy smokes, because it really does take a long time. It takes like almost two minutes to get to the chorus. It's a very interesting oh, really? song. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've heard it start to start to finish. Still, it's no part somehow. of your world, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I do love part of your. Oh, 
for any uh, Little Mermaid fans out there, there is a YouTube video of Jody Benson in the recording studio singing Part of Your World. Jody Benson, who was the voice of the Little yeah. Mermaid. So, uh, and it's Howard Ashman coaching her through that recording session. It's so cool. I recommend it. It's one I of really my favorites. I really want to watch that. By the way, full disclosure, I thought you were just saying it's not part of my world. <laughs> I didn't know you were referencing a specific song. Here's another Never seen The Little Mermaid. Really good music. That's what I, that's what I hear. You Most, gotta see it. It, I know, it for, changed Disney. It changed everything. Yeah. yeah. For being someone that is obsessed with going to Disneyland now, I have barely seen any Disney movies, believe it or well, not. Wow. You know, my favorite parts about Disneyland aren't necessarily the the, the Disney things. It's yeah. more the like classic, like animatronics and the yeah, yeah. the details of the place. But Little Mermaid, the adaptation is real strange. The actual like balance of the story and what they chose to change and not change about uh-huh. the original fairy tale is kind of fascinating. You should you should see it. <laughs> we have it. I've just never seen it. Um Remember when we were going to go to Disneyland last night, Kat? Yeah. <laughs> we were well. supposed to. Christina and I made the drive out there, and then we got there and found out that our passes were blacked out that day. We and didn't I, bother I hadn't left yet. Oh, <laughs> no. That's a bummer. I yep. want to go now. Uh, <laughs> They're probably blacked out today, too, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's a holiday. holiday. Yeah. But anyways, let's, uh, let's, go, let's move on. Uh, question number two. What was the number one movie as far as domestic box office of 2014? Was it Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1, Guardians of the Galaxy, or the Lego movie? Oh, really? You think? I was thinking Lego. I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Well, why don't you say yours? I'll say mine. We'll see what's, what happens. We'll, we'll split okay, up for this one. One, two, three. Lego Guardians. movie. Cat's right. Ah! Guardians of the Galaxy. A Lego movie should have gotten nominated for an Oscar. And also, it should uh, have been the number one movie. Kat, I think you're going to do much better without me on your team. No, 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 no. No, because I I went for Frozen. I went for Frozen. No, you would have said Taylor Swift, I think. No, I wouldn't have. Like, if it wasn't for the multiple choice, I would really do well at this game. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple choice always like... We can try that for for later questions. (laughs) Although the next one would be hard. But, uh... Actually, Lego Movie was number four. It's not. Oh, top really? Three. Lego yeah. Movie is man, I'm so. Fucking I know angry. Lego Movie so good is oh. my favorite movie from last year. Me There's too. plenty of stuff I didn't see. Full disclosure, but no. that uh, that is my favorite. I like it I more than Guardians. I'm not watching the Oscars. I refuse. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I absolutely refuse because the song being nominated, in my opinion, the song was the worst part of the movie. Uh huh. The movie. The the movie is so incredible. It's great. I remember being. I was excited <laughs> to see it, and it. Blew my expectations yeah. out of the water. I love that it has stop I'm motion. Chills just thinking about how good it was. <laughs> I love that it has stop motion, CG, and live action, all seamless. Like, yeah. it's so fucking good. I, I, sorry, and I also I think it comes from, and I have a friend who has a podcast that said the same thing on their their podcast. So, sorry if you've heard this before, but. <laughs> I really thought I was going to really hate it. So yeah. I, you know, even seeing the posters, I was like, oh, no, why, why, why? And then when I saw it, I was just like, oh, yay, I love this the most. <laughs> and it was just fun, too. Like, I, I kind of keep comparing it to, like, Roger Rabbit in a way, how they yes. were able to pull all these different characters from different universes and put them into the same movie. That's a really good comparison. I love that movie, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to listen to a movie, that movie. You, have you ever done listen to com? No. <laughs> my what favorite it? thing it's what i fall asleep to sometimes you just listen to it just yeah it's like 
audio? Tons of movies, and you just play. It just plays the movie for you. It's just an MP3 file that you can play on your phone. So it's basically if you could listen to it with your eyes closed, or you could yeah. just turn on the MP3. Yeah, interesting. And it's and it's uh, the the my favorite one actually is the just uh, it's uh, Harold Ramis talking about. Um, oh, oh, it's people talking about. No, them. no, no. Sometimes, sometimes they have oh, the commentary. Okay. Sometimes it's Harold Ramis commentary on Groundhog Day, but there's also but but uh, listen to a movie Roger Rabbit is is too much because it's so visual that the audio is like crazy. Uh-huh. And when you try to listen to it, it just yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't it's it's impossible to listen to right. without the picture, which is I think a credit to it too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, nice. Go check it out. Listen, listen, yeah. to listen to a movie. movie. It's really good if you're working, if you're drawing, and you don't yeah. want to look up too much. Right. Like something like that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Next question. <laughs> You're not going to get this one without multiple choice. I, I actually just stumbled across this information today, and I was like, this is too good. I have to use this. Uh, which of the following holiday-themed fake-sounding names is actually a real name of a current college basketball player? <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird setup to a question, but real name of an actual college basketball player. Oh. Is it Yancey Yuletide, Dequel Ornament... Or Rakim Christmas. One of these is actually real. I want to go with Yuletide. I was going to go with Rakim Christmas. Cat is killing it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish my name was Yuletide, though. But you know, also there are a lot of Christmas names. Like, like uh, isn't Lloyd Christmas? Yeah, yeah, but but that's I didn't know anybody actually had the last name Christmas, though. I think of I think yeah. I I feel like I knew someone maybe in junior high or something. Really. Maybe Merry Christmas. Yeah, I knew a Merry Christmas in no art way. school. Yeah, a girl named Merry Christmas. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. I mean, you school. know, though, or it's really awesome if you're, you know, an artist. I think that kind of does work. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that, by the way, in Dumb and Dumber, Lloyd Christmas, the girl he's going after is named Mary. I don't know if you ever put that together. I never had put that together. Oh. Mm-hmm. It could have wow. been so perfect. <laughs> wow. But yeah, Rakim Christmas. Real guy right now. <laughs> what team does he play? Uh, for? He plays for Syracuse. Oh, ah. they have a tree. Are they a tree? Uh, no, that's uh, uh, Stanford. Harvard. Stanford. Yeah, that's Stanford my favorite mascot. It's the best. Mascot. It's so crazy. <laughs> what kind of tree is it? It's a. It's what? like a redwood. No, it's like it's like a pine tree kind it of. Looks but like, he got okay. crazy like cross eyes, and yeah. I'll pull up a picture later. And but his body, bananas. his body looks like the tree from our video. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. Played David. by Jonah Ray. Jonah yeah. Ray and the tree. <laughs> yeah, Jonah Ray the tree. Shout out to Jonah. So when you yeah. see the tree in that Puppets Understand video, that's mm-hmm. Jonah. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just a couple more questions. Uh, two more. I like this. Number four. Just about anything related to the movie Frozen was a huge seller on Amazon this Christmas. Which of the following Frozen-themed items is not only real but also sold very well on Amazon. Uh, frozen duct tape, a frozen beer mug, or frozen trash bags? Duct tape. Okay, duct tape. You're both right. Yeah! Because <laughs> I wanted the trash bags and beer mug to be real, and I was like, it might not be real. It I just feel like duct tape real. is really popular with kids right now. 
Yeah. Wait, yeah. are you being serious? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. They've been like, printing yeah. a lot lately. I didn't, yeah, I had no idea. Well, Wait. and also I went to that Hello Kitty exhibit and there was Hello Kitty duct tape there. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it said, uh, the article said that Amazon claims the total length of the frozen duct tape that was bought by its customers could stretch to the top of Disneyland's Matterhorn more than 700 times. <laughs> wow. Let's cover the Matterhorn in duct tape. <laughs> I think that would be pretty great. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> All right. Uh, last question here. I don't know who's winning. doesn't matter. Cat's winning. Win? Cat's winning. Cat's winning? Oh, yeah, definitely winning. <laughs> no, don't sorry, be sorry. Kate. You're very talented. <laughs> Uh, last question. Who had the biggest selling holiday album of 2014? Was it Adina Menzel? Adele Dazeem, you may know her mm-hmm. as. Uh, <laughs> Michael Buble or Pentatonix? Oh. Oh. America, what do they like? <laughs> I would say Michael Bu- Buble. Yeah, yeah. I can't say his name. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm wrong, though. I think you're probably right. I'm going to go with Kat because she's been right. <laughs> Not this time. Oh, no! <laughs> Pentatonix is a Pentatonix? It was Pentatonix. I don't know who the Pentatonix are. They're an acapella group that came from that show, The Sing-Off, which is so crazy that they're actually doing really well. Because wow. apparently that was not only the biggest Christmas album, it was the number four selling album of all of the year. Wow. I like acapella. Yeah, I do too, but it's just crazy that that's actually yeah, that was no, the, that's an acapella wild. record was number four wow. in the country this year. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Pretty crazy. Um, crazy. But yeah, Kat Solon, you've done it. You <laughs> won Kat. the Christmas yeah. quiz. We just found out how smart she was because you dumped the Christmas quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming. Um, before, Thanks for having us. Yeah, before I kick you out, Kate, <laughs> would you? Oh, how right. would you feel about playing a song I for everybody? I forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, yeah, I will sing a little song for you guys. All Do right. you want to um, figure this out? Okay. Okay. Felice Navipod will return right now. So I thought, since this is a Christmas you know, Christmas podcast, why don't we do sort of a Christmassy song, uh, or a winter song, I should say, because some people are listening to this not in Southern California, where it's 75 (laughs) degrees out, but uh, not to rub it in anyone's faces. Uh, So anyway, this is a song called Soup in the Woods, which is a true story. On a snowy day when I was 15, my dad held a can of soup. Walked up the... Let me try that one more time. (laughs) On a... (laughs) On a snowy day when I was 15, my dad held a can of soup. Walked out the door and the snow was drifting, covering the front porch stoop. Couldn't go to school cause the roads were closed. Couldn't feel my nose or nine of my toes. So my dad said, gather the troops. Cause we're going to the woods and we're gonna cook some soup. Found my brother and my cousins and a pot and spoon. Got on the walkie talkie with my best friend, said meet me at the forest soon. Gathered our sleds, tied him with the rope Hitched him to the snowmobile, it was really dope And my dad pulled us to the woods where we cooked some soup Got out the matches, collected some branches Started a fire like so Took out the pot, held it over the fire And we filled it with some snow Well, the snow turned to water, the water to boil It wasn't much of a gamble The last thing to do was open the can And slowly we added the Campbell stirred 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 and my cousin said why are we doing this when we have a stove at home 
And my dad replied, take a look around you, it's a memory to own. And we stirred, 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 and the snow was falling down. And we stirred, 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 you could hardly hear a sound. Alphabet soup in the snowy forest, I spelled out my name. My cousin and my brother and my dad, sitting round a tiny flame. Well, the fire burned out and we hopped on our sleds. A day in the woods, but it was time for bed. So my dad pulled us from the woods where we'd cook some soup. And still on occasion I like to cook soup, although I use the stove. But just as I'm stirring, I think of the forest and remember that day in the snow. Thank you. That was great. Uh, actually, before, uh, is, do you guys want to plug anything? Oh, yeah. I would actually love to plug my Largo show. Do it. Should, uh, should I get on a different mic? or? Uh, just go. You're good there. I, okay. I would love to uh, just mention that on February 13th, which is Friday the 13th and Valentine's Eve, I will be doing my show at Largo. So um, come on by if you want. It'll be really fun. It's going to be a bunch of good special guests, and uh, you never know what will happen. It's also the one-year anniversary of me getting my appendix out. So it's <laughs> celebrations all around. Yay! <laughs> I don't really have anything to plug. I just... Uh, no. I, well, aside from watching our video. Puppets, yeah, Puppets Understand. Watch Puppets Understand. And that's about it for me. I'm in the middle of stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, I'll be at Kate's show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and uh, I should say, half-off code is Makuchi. So if you go to Largo and uh, want to put in the code, you'll get two tickets for one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kate Makuchi. Thank you, Kat Solon. Thank you, listener. Uh, we've come to the end once again. Uh, but Kat and Kate gave you their plugs at Kate McCucci, at Kat Solon, both on Twitter, both on Instagram. Um, and please, please, please check out our video that we made together, Puppets Understand. I believe you'll see it on Nerdist.com. If not there, go to the Nerdist YouTube channel. Uh, it will be up. We're excited about it. Please watch it, share it, share the shit out of it. Show your mom, show your son, show him your daughter. Shum your daughter, not words. Daughter's a word. Shum, meh. Anyways, I'm babbling. Shocker. Uh, I'm Tony Thaxton. That's my name. At Tony Thaxton is my Twitter game. It's also my Instagram game. And name, uh, TonyThaxton.com. You can find all of my business. You can hear me this week on the Side One Dummy Storytellers show podcast that is uh i told a gross christmas story and even got to play the christmas quiz with joe sib and the audience that was there a lot of fun check that out side one dummy storytellers um also uh keep uh leaving us nice reviews on itunes felice navipod give us a nice five-star review that would mean a lot to us uh and also i've been doing some writing you can see a lot of my writing on eatgeekplay.com a lot of star wars talk on there check that out um nothing else to really plug right now other than christmas is december 25th so that's gonna do it i've been tony thaxton that's been rigby and as always we wish you a